Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Flight 785 in the house. Once again, guys, once again, I am here. Dutch Chocolate, my name is Ken Yan, and I am here at Cedar Crest South here in Southeast Texas. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Outstanding, outstanding. Guys, every other Sunday, we drop Flight 785. So if this is your first time listening, I appreciate y'all. Hit that subscribe button and you will be able to check us out every two weeks. Every other Sunday is when we drop, guys. And this is the show where I pull up a few stories and we just chop it up. Right, Carrie? We just chop it up to see what's happening, right? Yes. So guys, just settle in. Settle in, guys. Current time is 1140 a.m. on May 15th, 2022. I see Carrie over here trying to adjust the microphone. Uh, are we good to go? Not yet. Uh, are Hang we on. good to go? Okay. Yes, I'm good. All right. So Fantastic. sorry. Fantastic. Hey, guys, what I want you to know is I have at the very beginning of the show and at every show, I have what you call diplomatic immunity. So don't get upset at me when I ruffle a few feathers. That's just how I get down. Get as angry as you want to. I the, know I do the, after he, the show. Well, you know what? She gets <laughs> angry all the time anyway. That's not true. Anyway, guys, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. And at the very beginning of the show, I like to start off with the flight plan on what we're going to talk about. So today, Carrie, what we're going to talk about is some an incident, if you will, at a kindergarten classroom in Michigan. We're also going to talk about, you know, what is going on at a resort outside of Toronto. We're also going to talk about an incident in Port Arthur, Texas, along with learn something, right? Yes. So learn something. What are we learning? We're going to learn, learn about the history of gum. Of gum. Of gum. Okay. You know, like bubble gum, yes. chewing gum. Yes, gotcha, gotcha. All right, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. And then we get into my favorite part of the show, which is Abby is Not Right, where I pull a story from one of the vice columns and we chop it up. And I give my perspective. Carrie gives her perspective. Abby gives her perspective. And then we decide if Abby is or is not right, Carrie. I'm always so, right. Yes. So, guys, just settle in. It's going to be a good show. I am feeling it. I am feeling it. I will tell you that right now. Okay. We are going to Michigan, Carrie. Michigan. Now, here's what happened. Some parents in a Michigan, you know, at a Michigan school, yes. are outraged after learning that a kindergartner brought alcohol to school and shared it with classmates oops yes so here's what happened according to nbc 15 the michigan student shared a bottle of jose cuervo mix with 10 percent alcohol content with four students at a grand river academy before a teacher stepped in to stop it oh hell no he probably just thought it was the drink of choice. Well, here's, well, I don't know what that means, but... It means it's just drank normally at home, so why can't he bring it to school like juice? Okay, so 
there were so many thoughts running through my mind. Oh my God, you know, what if it was open before the girl brought it to school? How much was it? That's what, what one of the parents had requested or oh, had asked. Oh. You know, all these things were going through her mind, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the parents said that one of her daughters had took four or five sips and felt woozy and a little dizzy. Mm -hmm. The students were under the impression that they were drinking juice, Carrie. Yeah. The students were under the impression they were drinking juice. Is that what the child told them? During snack time, until the child who brought the mixed drink told them it was alcohol. So he knew it. You know what? I don't know what's going on in Michigan at the kindergarten schools. I, I do not know what's going on at the Michigan schools in kindergarten, Gary. What kindergartner I, wants to get other kindergartners drunk? I don't know. I really don't know. But one student went on to tell the teacher that there's alcohol in this. So that was the snitch. Now, what I want to know is how does that kindergartner know what alcohol is? But, Very true. But either way, a different kindergartner went to the teacher and said, there's alcohol in this drink. Did the teacher get a shot? The of teacher, it? I don't know. The teacher looked at it and then commenced to confiscate the liquor. Okay? okay. So we need to know what the school district has to say. Okay. And the school district says, while we try to keep an eye out on everything our students bring to school, that is simply not possible. It's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages can easily be mistaken <laughs> for child friendly drinks. Oh. A statement from the school said. Okay. Uh-huh. So So were they on juice boxes? No, they or? weren't juice boxes. She brought the kindergartner brought these Jose Cuervo, I believe, you know, just the pre made mix. Uh, the pre-made drinks and just in a box. I the, I don't know if it was in a box. I don't know if it was in. I don't know. I don't know what it was in. But she brought the kindergarten. She brought to her classmates some Jose Cuervo. Like okay, like travel bottles. Listen, that, I think we're that, getting that looked like candy. I, think I don't know. I think we're getting too far into the weeds here. <laughs> what the deal is is I'm trying to figure out where were the parents here. Where was the teacher supervision? That's what I want to know. I don't know why the school wants to blame the student for this. Yeah. That is on the faculty to ensure that during snack time, okay? Yeah. During Un unopened drinks. Yes, and and you know what these kids, you know what I'm going to put on the kids too. The kids need to be trans parent okay did, did they put it in shampoo bottles listen or? no no they didn't go get that crafty okay so you know when picture if you will let me paint the picture you're in a kindergartner classroom and mm -hmm. the teacher says little johnny what did you bring for snack time mm -hmm. and little johnny says i brought capri sun and mm -hmm. some you know honey grams okay mm -hmm. the teacher needs to inspect it and ensure that is exactly what was well, I brought. thought usually okay. the teacher would pass out the drinks. Apparently, the would pass out the snacks. Apparently, it's B Y O B B. Bring your own brown bag, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you know this kindergartner Next, you is. You know you're gonna have loaded brownies. Okay, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> loaded brownies, Gary. Really? So you know, my parents so had them on the counter. I thought they were for a snack time. Yes. So <laughs> the kindergarten teacher should say, "Little Johnny, what did you bring? I brought Capri Sun and you know, and some you know graham crackers." Little Susie, what did you bring for snack time? I'm bringing Jose Cuervo. Okay. 
Jose Cuervo for everybody, okay? It's the drink of choice at my dinner table. I don't understand it. I really do not understand it. I, You know what? You know what? This is ridiculous. We need to move on. All I have to tell you is I think they need to blame. I'm going to blame the faculty. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blame the teachers Same for this. Here. Teacher's fault. Here, here. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto, Canada, Carrie. A beautiful town, beautiful city. Didn't we go there? Oh, uh, we did not. We have not been there. Uh, Where that did is, we go? That is on our. We went to Kingston. Oh yeah. We went to Kingston, but not to Toronto. But guess what? Did you know that there is a year-round naturist park right near Toronto? Naturist or naturist? Naturist. You know what naturist are? Naturalists. No, not naturalists. Naturist. Nutritious? No, 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 no. I didn't say I didn't say anything about nutritious, okay? Neutral? I, no, I didn't say I said that it is a naturist park. Okay? What is that? A naturist park, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Okay. You that, knew I was going to. Well, it's a place. It is called Bear Oaks, where everyone of walks course. around in the nude. Okay, of course. Okay, George Sakai already. So here's what's going I on. I knew there was something behind it. There is a naturist park. That's why whenever we go somewhere, guys, I always ask 20 questions. Yes. It's, it's not because I'm curious. It's because there's always a hidden agenda with no, You know what? That's disrespectful. Okay, <laughs> no. There is a naturist park around Toronto, and the head chef there cooks in the nude oh hell no mm. pretty much everything is wait a minute pretty much everything is done without clothes at bear oaks gotta okay? be careful careful and, where the height of the stove yes, is including activities like yoga and eating at the resort's restaurant the staff at bear oaks are committed to the naturist lifestyle so much that the restaurant's head chef likes to cook naked Okay. That just sounds gross. Her name is Kim. She should have an apron on no, at no, least. Let me finish, please. Let me tell Kim's truth, okay? Mm -hmm. Kim says that she independently operates the Bear Bistro, okay? Mm -hmm. And it serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's very nice. And it's fully licensed, okay? Mm -hmm. And they also operate an espresso bar, okay? okay? And you can dine there also. You can also dine there in the nude. Okay. Okay. Now, this chef Kim, she describes herself as a 60s baby. And she was raised in a very free environment where nudity was totally common. Okay? Mhm. Mm she joined Bear Oaks 15 years ago, okay? When it was known as New Force. That's what it previously was called. Okay? We fell in love with Bear Oaks, okay? After 13 years of work, I was a product of downsizing. She was working somewhere else, okay? And then she got downsized. So yeah. she was asked to work in the office at Bear Oaks. And eventually, she started helping out the cook. Oh, very nice. I'm sure she did. She, okay, now wait a minute now. <laughs> listen, wait a minute. We Listen, she Carrie. She stirring the pot. Carrie, you, you, love, you love to read she into things. She was the helper. You, you love to read into things, okay? Okay? They are at Bear Oaks, okay? It is a naturist park, okay? And she is cooking in the nude. Cue the music. So. Oh, no. Imagine this. They're nude. Yes. And they've got their nitrile vinyl gloves on cooking. <laughs> Nothing you know, but glow. I don't like this. Hopefully they're clear. I don't like so this everything's at all. Nude. Listen, listen, I don't like this, okay? They're cooking in the nude wearing nothing but gloves. Is that what you're telling me, <laughs> Carrie? 
Is that what you're telling me? Hopefully. Okay. You know what? <laughs> okay. Listen. Listen. Okay. Here's what happened. Okay. The bistro position became available, and Kim decided to take it. My only experience with cooking was cooking for friends and family. I have never had formal training. My nickname became the Naked Chef. That was her nickname, Carrie, the Naked Chef. Oh, my. Okay. She now cooks all kinds of comfort food at the Bear Bistro. Okay. And she does it all without an apron, and she feels it's cumbersome and loves the freedom of nudity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Her menu consists of home-style items like salad, soup, sandwiches, fries, steaks, and chicken parm. But she says bacon and burgers are the most inconvenient items to cook nude. Of course they are. Though she does it anyway. Okay? <laughs> you know what? She says, and I quote, Snap, pop, or crack. Okay, it's snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> you know what? You know, okay, it's a hell of a drug. Oh, my goodness. Thank Not you, with James. bacon. Okay. She says, my breasts take the brunt of the birds. Yep. Still, she's nowhere close to considering Burnt quitting. nipples on the menu. Okay, okay. Listen, Gary. We're not talking about burnt nipples on the menu, okay? This is a family show, Carrie. okay? Please, please. Oh, hell You no. opened the no, can no, wide no, open. No, okay, okay. She says, I plan on sticking to cooking naked at Bear Oaks indefinitely. I love my job and have an opportunity to share my food with like-minded people. Okay? Now, I ask you, Carrie. No, I will not be eating that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You didn't even let me finish. No. Please, let me finish. Okay? Let me this finish. This is supposed to be family, fr family friendly, yes, right? Yes. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Okay. I will not be eating there. You're on board flight 785. Here's the deal. My okay? lips are sealed. Here's the deal. I already booked you a first class ticket on Spirit Airlines. Okay. Free giveaway. To, to Free Toronto. giveaway. Whoever wants yeah. to go. Guys, I have booked my lady friend a first class plane ticket on Spirit Airlines to Toronto. Se second, to Toronto. Second caller wins. So she could go. Listen, this isn't a college show, okay? This is a podcast, okay? No one's calling into the show, okay? Because no one wants to go. No one's calling into the show. Okay? No one wants to go to a kitchen where people need, are cooking naked. It's I unsanitary. Need, I need you you to go to toronto okay get on the plane do it for the show okay why, why don't you i Listen, got an idea no, please let me finish let me tell my truth okay you're gonna I'm try to make it someday I'm, I'm trying to make the show better okay in order to make the show better i need assistance okay so what i need you to do is i've already booked you a plane ticket to toronto okay first class spirit airlines okay you're gonna go to toronto you're gonna go to the bear oaks okay you're going to you can take a, my place you're gonna have go a ahead. meal guys, told yourself guys if you think that, See ya. if you think that carrie needs to go to the bear oaks give me a hell yeah hell no what? second caller it's all yours hell no once again this isn't a college show okay <laughs> this is not a college show i'm not going the, no one is calling in someone okay? else can call dibs on that so is one. that your final answer you're, final answer. you're not going are to you the gonna bear go? oaks guys i really are you going i can't i cannot go uh i do i can't go because i have a fear of flying Okay, I have a fear of flying, so I cannot go. His hands so, are tied. So, you know what? But yes, I can get you there. So you're not going to go. Is that what you're telling me? No, I have other things I got going on. Okay, guys, 
I'm trying to make the show better. Carrie is hindering it, okay? She is hindering it. I just want you guys to know that. For the record, she is hindering making the show better. But that's what's going on. I'm all good with it. That's what's going on in Toronto at the Bear Oak. So, guys, if you want to get some good food, some good, I don't know. I don't know what they have there. If you want to get some good bacon, if you want to get some good hamburgers, if you want to get some good wieners. Burnt flesh. George Takai, okay? Stay out of the studio. I digress. If you want to get some good sausage, oh my. wieners. Hot flesh. Oh, my. All right, Okay, let's go. you know what? We need to move on. This, this is ridiculous. Port Arthur, Texas, Carrie. Port Arthur, Texas. Police in Port Arthur are looking for a man they say stole a lawnmower and mowed the homeowner's lawn before running away with the mower early last month. Now, here's what happened. Police were initially called, okay, by a Port Arthur resident who told them that an unknown person was mowing their lawn. Oh, interesting. So when officers arrived at the home, the mysterious lawn care man, who police have identified as Marcus Hubbard, ran away, dragging the lawnmower with him, the Post said. With police hot on his tail, Hubbard ditched the lawnmower in an alley and got away, according to the Post. Hubbard is wanted on a charge of burglary of a building. Now, I ask you, Carrie, what is your take on this? I think what he wanted to do was mow their lawn, take their lawnmower, and then come back and ask them if they want their lawn mowed and what? charge them for it. Okay, it's a hell of a drug. You know what? Carrie is always it's a, fighting. It's a new enterprise. A new enterprise. Steal someone's lawnmower, mow their lawn. Yes, so that... You know, yes. the steel would be lucrative no. in the end. Yes, is that what they, it is? They know they don't have a lawnmower, so they need someone to mow the lawn. You know what? So they I, could charge them for it. You know what? I don't understand it. I really do not understand how these things happen. How do people go to someone's house, okay? How do people go to someone's house, okay? Mm-hmm. Take their lawnmower, right? He thought he was being kind. He thought he was being kind. Yeah. They take the lawnmower, okay, mow the doggone lawn, right? And then, okay, after they mow the lawn, they take the lawnmower, okay? Yeah. I don't understand it. What is going on, Carrie? What the hell is going on in Port Arthur, Texas? I thought he was helping them out. Okay, okay. But that's what we have going on. That is what we have going on, Carrie. We need to roll in to learn something. We are we are almost at time. What do we got? What do we got for learn something? The history of gum. How do you think gum came about? How do I think gum came about? Yes. You know what? I have no idea. Perhaps uh, maybe someone was making something else and they came up with gum and, and it worked. Maybe he was some, the inventor was trying to make something else and came up with gum. So what, what was it? according to the History Channel, yes. the history has been documented yes. where chewing gum came from birch bark. Birch ta- bark. Bir- birch bark tar. Okay. In Northern Europe, 9,000 years ago. Good lot. It was used for enjoyment, okay. medicinal purposes for a toothache. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, in the Americas, the ancient Mayan people chewed a substance called chicle. C-H-I-C-L-E. Chicle. Chicle. Okay. Gathered from the sopadilla tree as a way to quench thirst and fight hunger. So people would chew on this uh, chicle. Right, right. Chicle. And it would fight hunger, quench thirst. The Aztecs had social rules about chewing chicle or gum, as we call it. What, I do, see. You, what do you think those social rules were? As far as 
chewing who, who could chew gum? Where could they chew gum? When can they chew gum? I would think that the you could not chew gum when you were at, uh, I don't know, prayers or something. Prayers or something? Prayers, yeah, prayers. Okay. That's what I will guess. Um, they were as follows. Only kids and single women were allowed to chew gum in public places. Is that right? Only yes. kids and single women. Married women and widows could chew it privately to freshen their breath. Okay. Well, men could chew gum in secret to clean their teeth. Is that right? <laughs> yes. So they weren't using it for enjoyment. They were just using it for uh, for a purpose, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It was for a purpose. That makes sense. Yes. So okay. then in the late te- 1840s, John yes. Curtis developed the first commercial spruce tree gum by boiling uh, resin, then cutting it into strips that were coated in cornstarch to prevent them from sticking together. Oh, okay. But this didn't work out very well. Okay. In the night in the 1850s, Curtis had constructed the world's first chewing gum factory in Portland, Maine. Spruce resin was not the best for chewing gum. It became brittle when chewed and okay. broke. Eventually, the ingredient changed to paraffin wax. Paraffin wax. Yes. Thomas Adams from New York obtained some uh, chiclay yes. through, ex- through exiled Mexican president Antonio Lopez de Santiana. Have you heard of him before? No, I haven't. It sounded familiar to me when I was doing this research. Really? No, I haven't heard of him. They were said to have met sometime in the eighteen uh, in 1836 at the Battle of the Alamo. Is that right? Yes. In the 1880s, Santa Ana wanted Adams to help develop chiclay into a substitute for rubber and believed the riches he stood to earn would enable him to return to power in his homeland in Mexico. Okay. When Santa Ana and Adams' efforts failed, Adams had failed in making the rubber alternatives by succeeding in making a better chewing gum, though. Is that right? By the 1880s, he was selling chewing gum all over the United States, Mexico, and Central America. Okay. In the 20th century, William Wrigley, chewing gum, one of the wealthy, one made chewing gum one of the wealthiest men in America. This William Wrigley, right? Yes. Sound familiar? Yes. Wrigley started out as a soap salesman in his hometown of Philadelphia. Then Wrigley moved to Chicago in 1891 when selling soap. He started to offer free packs of chewing gum as a promotion for buying so many bars of soap. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So in 1893, Wrigley presented two new brands. What do you think the brands were? Uh, Double mint. And I don't know what the other one. Spearmint. Double mint and spearmint. Spearmint and juicy fruit. Okay. All right. Other competitors started to move in. So Wrigley started to compete by advertising and directing marketing. In 1915, free samples of gum to millions of Americans were put in as coupons in phone books. Oh, very nice. Another promotion was to send out sticks of gum out to children on their second birthday. That okay. sounds messy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know many two-year-olds that can keep the gum in their mouth. Right, absolutely. So then competitors such as Frank Fleer developed bubblegum around 1885. Fleer wanted to be different by working on... <clears throat> how chewing how chewing gum could 
yes. become bubbles. Okay. In 1906, he called the bu- the bubble gum blibber blubber, but ended up being too sticky. Right. In 1928, Fleer employee named Walter Dwymer finally devised a successful formula for the first commercial bubble gum and named it Double Bubble. Fantastic. And Fleer, does that sound familiar to you? Yes, yes, the it does. baseball card. Right, right. So he also owned the baseball card company, and that's how Bubblegum got into baseball cards. Outstanding, outstanding packages. All right, the history so, of gum. Yes. Thank, thank you. So, guys, when we do Flight Seven Eight Five, we want to give you guys some stuff to learn about. We want you to leave just a little bit smarter than when you first came. Just a so few that's fun just, facts. Just, yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> outstanding. You're on board flight 785. So, guys, we need to get into my favorite portion of the show. That is Abby is not right. This is the portion of the show where I grab one of the advice columns and we chop it up to decide if Abby is or is not right. So, Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. This is from Miss Manners. And it says, Dear Miss Manners, I understand and observe the rule that one should wait for everyone at the table to be served before one starts eating, unless the not-yet-served parties urge others to eat. It is also considered necessary to wait until others have... No, I guess this is her question. this This is her question. Is it also necessary, okay... To wait until others have photographed their meal and posted it to social media. Okay? (laughs) This issue arises for me, not in restaurants, but at home. My husband and I split cooking duties, and we each cook on different nights. He tends to make elaborate, time-consuming spreads, of which he is justifiably proud. So he shared photos of the plated results on social media, along with a paragraph of an explanation about the ingredients and preparation. Meanwhile, I sit hungrily watching my food grow cold. (laughs) He considers it impolite if I start eating before he is ready to pick up his fork to eat. I believe that once we are both served, it is up to each person to decide how we proceed, whether to dive into the meal or to conduct a photo shoot. I have observed that this behavior occurs in restaurants as well. Even though those postings are merely consuming the meal and did not produce it, I hungrily await your judgment. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible, Gary. Should, should, we see, should we see what Miss Manners has to say, or do you want to give your take on it? I'll give my take okay, on it. Okay, what do you got? I have other issues. You do? Okay. <laughs> I, I, It's plain and simple. Just take the picture, eat the meal, and then write your paragraph. Okay, but this woman is complaining that he serves the meal, okay, yeah. and then he has to take the picture and he has to write the paragraph and it's got to be perfect okay before she should start eating okay no. so you don't believe take that, the picture and okay. he can do the paragraph on his own time so he should take the picture and then she should start eating immediately yes. okay yes. and i believe that yes you should wait to eat unless everybody around you says go ahead and eat right right but then my other pet peeve is people 
tend to eat very, very quickly, do not chew their food, and then want to just get up from the table after two seconds of sitting down and not waiting till everyone at the table has finished. Really? Very, very rude. So you, that, let, what is your problem now? One more time. <laughs> what is the issue that you have? Because you're, you you're, you're clearing your throat and you're looking at me. I'm trying to process all this. You're clearing your throat and you're looking at me. So tell me what exactly is your issue? Okay, people, let's just, let's just get down to brass tacks. Okay, we're going to, we're going to put this to the side. We're going to put this to the down at the table, inhale their food, do not chew their food, and then jump up from the table and leave. Stop crying. Thank you for that commentary, so Carrie. Annoying. Let's get back to our Abby is not right. Abby says, and then "Okay, I, okay, I okay am what else?" Left to eat at the table. Stop crying. That's annoying. I, I'm just trying to get the right context here. My engineer knows when to pr- push done, the button. I'm done talking. <laughs> so he please. needs to take the picture and write the article later. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you for that commentary. I, okay. I have to wait on someone that does Instagram okay. and oh. stuff all the time, too. Okay. Just take the picture and do it later. <laughs> okay, okay. You ain't got to get all hot about it. Relax. <laughs> you know, it's a Sunday, current time, 12.08, and Gary is getting hot under the collar. What is going on here? It's about to be nap time. Uh, okay, okay. Here's <laughs> This is ridiculous. Here is what here is what Miss Manner says. Miss Manner says, "It will be in your favor." Miss Manners hereby declares that photographing a meal cons- constitutes consuming it in the sense of feeding on its aesthetic. You may begin to eat. So Miss Manners is saying, "Go on ahead and just eat your food as soon as it is being served, yes. and do not wait for your husband." To make the pic, take the picture and make his paragraph for the Instagram post. See, now, I was even nicer. I said to wait for the picture and then eat. Now, let me tell you what I have to say. Let me give my take on this whole situation. You're okay? going to cry again? My take on this situation is this woman is selfish, okay? She is a <laughs> selfish woman, okay? This man goes through all this trouble to make a beautiful five-star meal for her, okay? And she can't wait two minutes so that he can post something on Instagram and take a wonderful picture to show everyone she is a selfish woman and what i will tell that husband is maybe he needs to find his own place because this is ridiculous he needs to talk to her that's she fine is a, she is Table, no, tables listen, can be turned listen don't make this between us okay i feel i feel like some heat okay on the other side of the table i feel like it's not talking about we tables. are going through a heat wave the tables don't do not need to be turned okay all i'm saying is this woman is selfish and she should wait okay she should wait until he finishes okay with his instagram post and if it's five minutes if it's 15 minutes she needs to wait for the instagram post before she starts consuming her meal that's what the microwave is for fellas i exactly fellas i know you fail me if you believe that this is true give me a hell yeah what Fantastic. Fantastic. I, I can tell you, you this much. <laughs> Fellows aren't going to wait for their food for a girl to Instagram. No, don't so. make the, listen, this. Is, you're not going to make this yeah. podcast. Okay. You're turning this podcast into a relationship We're just podcast. turning the tables all around. She's trying to you turn, wanted to know no, about no, Miss Manners. No, You've t- got your conclusion. Guys, she's trying to make this a war on men. And so you I'm not, did not agree on she's this. She's trying to turn this. She's trying to turn this podcast into a war on men. 
No, I do not agree with Miss Matters. Miss Matters is not right. Guys, we are running out of time. Carrie, do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts for Flight 785? No, have a good week. Hey, Flight Crew, we love y'all. If you are listening, you are part of the Flight Crew. We will see you in two weeks, and I will leave you with this. And this comes from my brother, Antonio Vareen. He said, the best career advice I can give you is this. Don't ever attach yourself to a person, a place, a company, an organization, or a project. Attach yourself to a mission, a calling, a purpose only. That's how you keep your power and your peace. And that is real talk. We love y'all. We will see y'all in two weeks. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.